Oh, look at the time. It's the Shade And you heard that right. We have a brand new theme song that we introduced last episode. Jordan's done a little bit of remastering. So, Trey, thank you so much for providing us the super awesome cover of Kickback, which was the opening theme for the Chainsaw Man anime for us to use on the show. Yeah, Trey fucking rules. You can check them out on YouTube. Just look up uh, Trey Watson. You'll find them. Yeah, they are absolutely based. Yeah. I'm David, and this is your Dose of Chainsaw Man. You can join us every Friday where we see what Masterpiece Fujimoto put out, unless there's no chapter or if we got too busy to make an episode. I'm Jordan, and if you're looking for regular Shonen Flop goodness, you can find our next episode for our first thoughts on mm, Champagne on Monday. That's Champagne, if you couldn't tell. I thought it's pronounced Champagne. I mean, there's a G there, David. It's Champagne. Champagne. Yeah. I hardly knew her. Hey, what? Okay. <laughs> and just a reminder, these recordings are open to everyone, so listen in and chat along with us on the Shonen Flop Discord every Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time when there's a new chapter out. You can find a link in our show notes or on our site. And David, what are our devils for this week? Mine is the time devil. God, I've been so fucking busy. I've had like maybe yesterday, I think I had maybe an hour of free time during the day. God damn. How about yours? What was your devil? Well, I've been oil painting again, and man, uh, like the process of dusting off the cobwebs fucking sucks, because it's like, I don't remember entirely how to do it, but I remember being a lot better at it, so it's like, oh, I know I can do more, I know I can do better, but it's not happening yet. It's fucking frustrating. That does sound very unfortunate. Yeah, I'll get there. It's no big deal. Yeah. Yes, believe in the me that believes in you, though. Oh, yeah. All right, but Jordan, enough about that. Let's hear the plot summary for the first chapter we're talking about today. Chapter 124, Soup. Ooh, I do love soup. And Trey, thank you so much for that awesome shout out. All right. Asa continues to fall into the sky until Yoru forces her to turn her nail into a knife, causing it to rip off, which is like, ew, gross. I didn't realize I was reading, <laughs> reading Jojo all of a sudden. She tells Asa to focus on the pain because the effects only happen when you're afraid, which is why the devil seemed to psychically trigger her before she started falling. Yoru takes over Asa's body and runs through all the fan theories that we had about what the falling devil is. <laughs> Before landing on the correct one, landing, ha ha ha. Oh, really fell for that joke. Ah, it sucks. Aza can't stop thinking about her cat, R.I.P. Kitty. So Yoru cuts their hand, which only freaks Aza out more and causes her to push her out of her body. Popcorn David. Yoru can't believe that Asa is afraid of her. And Asa can't believe that Yoru can't believe that Asa is afraid of her. And I can't believe it's not Butter. Yeah. They try and have a heart-to-heart about Asa's true fears while the falling devil pushes a tortured and twisted man on a cart who, by the way, Jordan didn't know, but she just, she fucked up a bunch of devil hunters. Yeah. He is holding soup made out of a devil hunter's ears, nose, and tongue, and is being delivered to a big freaky monster that looks like a caterpillar. And really, it's just the average looking um, politician. much like our social values quickly devours them boom the falling devil ominously says the main course shall be called osaru yoru what could that mean david i don't know but i know it's some good soup oh and you know what else is good soup jordan this chapter 
Yeah, so why, why would you say this was a 10 out of 10? I really like uh, getting into more of Aza and Yoru, like, trying to hash out their differences. I feel like they're really reaching a point where they're going to have to really confront these issues that they have. Yeah. Also, God, the second half of this chapter was some great A, Fujimoto gross out terror shit, man. Some real horror. Yeah, it was very spoopy. We haven't seen this shit in Chainsaw Man in a little bit. This is what happens when he doesn't have to be in Shonen Jump anymore. Is he not in Shonen Jump anymore? No, he's digital only. Oh, I didn't know that. But yeah, mm-hmm. fuck yeah. Yeah, we got some guts. We got a dude being like his body twisted in like five like different directions that your body's not supposed to go in. Sewn shut mouth. He's got the clockwork orange eye things. Really freaky. And like that caterpillar dude. Oh, man. What do you think that caterpillar is? Um, well, clearly the caterpillar devil. No, I don't know like specifically what it's going to what it is. Maybe it's the hunger devil. Perhaps. Maybe it's just the falling devil's pet. Like maybe it's part of the falling devil. That's possible. Yeah, it might also be like, I mean, it's clearly the thing that the falling devil is making food for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be like a hunger devil. I don't know. Cannibalism devil. I feel like that wouldn't be very powerful. I don't, well, I I don't know. Yeah. You know, David, maybe it is some kind of caterpillar because it's got to eat so much so it can turn into a butterfly. That's true. Hmm. A futterfly because it's fat. More like a blutterfly because it's blood. Or a butter die because he's eating people. Blood or die. Let's just really fuck up the joke here. Yeah. To get into the other parts of the chapter, I also feel like it's really cool how Yoru is literally talking down to Asa because she is upside down. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I feel like this chapter, this arc is literally, I think, where Yoru and Asa mutually both have to stop being pieces of shit to each other if they want to survive. Because here's the thing, Yoru is a huge asshole and she's aware of it. Asa is a huge asshole, but she's not aware of it. And I think she's going to have to really suck it up and say, you're right, I'm a pretty garbage human being to really give that character growth that we really expect out of Fujimoto. I feel like Asa does know that. I mean, she has a pretty low uh, perception of herself, I think. I don't know. I think Asa thinks she's pretty great. Asa definitely like has yeah. kind of some main character syndrome where she definitely thinks she's the main character. No, I think that's fair. But she's also just obviously incredibly depressed and like, you know, she has like some severe social phobias as she gets into here and she's now forced to share her life with this being that, you know, forced its way into her head. Yeah, that's true. Plus, she was just literally triggered by a devil that wants to murder her. I mean, like... And she thought about how her cat died, and that's really sad. Yeah. No, she, she's been through some shit, David. You know? I mean, hey, this is, this is a world where everyone's friends got fucking eaten by a devil, and their families mm-hmm. got eaten by a devil. It's pretty terrifying, you know? But, um... It is pretty bad to see all your friends die, and your family die, and the cat you saved instead of your family, which was killed by a human, but all humans are terrible in this universe, more or less. Yeah, exactly. I think Aza feels immense guilt over many things i mean and yeah like her only friend turned into a fucking evil devil (laughs) shit one last thing um before we start talking about the next chapter is also someone said fujimoto really liked the menu which is a really awesome black comedy and you can definitely see that he probably watched this recently when he was thinking about this arc is that a movie about a menu of people 
No, actually, literally. So the the menu is like a black comedy about uh, like a professional chef. Mm -hmm. But they literally had to go out ahead and say the big twist in the movie isn't that they're eating people because like everyone be like, that's stupid. Yeah. And that's obvious. So they literally just like before it came out, they're like, this movie is not about eating people. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah. I really enjoyed it. So actually, if you're looking for a movie to watch, it was a good time. I saw it with Rachel. I might have to check that out. Yeah good date night movie. Ooh, yeah but yeah this was a good chapter it was and you know what else was a good chapter the next chapter chapter 125 apple thief Ooh. and once again thank you trey for that audio shout out the falling devil is continuing to slice off eyes and ears to gather ingredients for her next dish including asking a terrified grocery clerk which apple goes best with human flesh she doesn't even respond like come on what kind of what kind of service is this the falling devil tries calming the clerk down by saying she won't hurt her unless she attacks first but uh, you know david i don't think that really worked i don't really think that uh... yeah that's very not consistent with how the falling devil has has done it yeah, I think there's like some kind of separation there where it's like she must not view gathering ingredients as attacking. Yeah. The next ingredient is a human head. But David, where is she supposed to get a human head at this hour? I'm just imagining she had a skateboard and go, what? No head. Just breaks it. Yeah. That's a very famous vine that apparently Jordan's never seen. I guess not. All right. Well, thankfully, some devil hunters try riddling her with bullets, which, by the way, doesn't work. Just like how it didn't work with Makama. Just like how it doesn't work with any of the devils. It does, however, give her access to a human head when she decapitates one of those shooters. Popcorn David. All she needs now for us and your BAM! Denji burst through her chest, slicing her open. Whoa! <laughs> she stole those fucking apples. She didn't pay for them, what? and Denji can't abide to a goddamn apple thief that- or probably a lemon-stealing whore. <laughs> I got that <laughs> reference. <laughs> there you go. A reference Jordan gets. The falling devil slices off his head and torso, but that shit doesn't work on Denji. This is post-time skip Denji where he actually knows how to use his powers oh, now. Yeah. And he reassembles himself. The falling devil then delivers a great one-liner that Stanley would have been proud of. My word, this is the first time I've been on The Menu, which was a great movie and everyone should go see. See, I told you Fujimoto had seen it. Yeah, that's what it was, <laughs> David. It was a reference to the movie The Menu. Yes. Let's get into why this was a 10 out of 10. I fucking love the falling devil. She's she's hilarious. She's a lot more fun than the darkness devil. Oh, God, so much. She's funny and disgusting and terrifying, which is like exactly what you need for a Fujimoto devil, like a great one. I really love her design. It's so yeah. creepy, like made out of hands. And then like, I think the hands are supposed to be serving her own head up. Yeah, they are. And she doesn't have eyes. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, her eyes are shut the entire time. Oh. Like, I'd imagine the connection between falling and her design is that when things fall from a high distance, they kind of just turn into, like, mush and roadkill and, like, I guess just meat. Yeah, I will say, though, you made this observation the last time we talked about her. Well, you know what? It's an observation so great, I had to make it twice. So nice. It's the second course of that (laughs) theory. Course two! Course harder. Yeah. But yeah, I think this is awesome. I actually really think that part of why Fujimoto didn't make Dennis the main character is just so he can have him show up out of nowhere and he doesn't really have to worry about how Denji is showing up in these situations. It's the same reason why Kojima made Raiden the main character of MGS2. It's just like every time Snake shows up, you're like, oh my god, Snake, he's so fucking cool. Yep. He's definitely the Poochie of Metal Gear. <laughs> well, yes, actually. <laughs> 
Also, I love that little detail where there's a very small panel where you can see Denji pulling his ripcord on page 11. Yeah, I didn't notice that until I read your notes. Yeah, so that's that's a really great detail. I love how he just like bursts through her. And I really love the like the big panel where they're like fighting and his head is severed, but he's slicing her apart. Oh, man, that is some awesome fucking Chainsaw Man art. That is what I fucking love from this series, man. That's probably an Aliens reference. You think? With the chestburster, the way he comes out of her chest exactly like that. It might be. Because it's his entire body goes through her chest. I think that's a chestburster reference to Alien. Perhaps. I mean, it's more that she's like impaled through the chest. And I like the duality of a decapitated Denji <laughs> fighting a decapitated demon. I really like how she uh, cut off his head and he was just like, nope, still slicing you up with my head. That won't work twice. That won't work at all. <laughs> yep. He's too powerful. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, I uh, don't I, I think this chapter is just a lot of dumb fun. There's not much of analysis to it. Is there anything else you want to say about this chapter, Jordan? I do find the way that she's just like casually just like, well, time to get some ingredients, <laughs> time to get some stuff. I find that very creepy, but also very funny. You know, the interaction with the clerk was hilarious. Yeah. And when she was shot, she's like, oh, man, oh, man, again. Oh, all right. Whatever. <laughs> but I think that's all the time we have for today, Jordan. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah that's true. I want to say, Jordan, thank you so much for being a fantastic host and all your hard work on the show. Thank you, David. Thank you for also being a good host and being really good on the show and all the hard work you do. Thanks, babe. You can find us on Twitter at Shonen Flopcast and our website, ShonenFlop.com. We're also on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, or wherever else you get your podcast. Props to Shannon for the awesome cover. Find her online at Illuminati. As a reminder, join us recording every Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. Eastern time when there is a new chapter out. Find a link to the show notes or on our site, and you can always see when the next recording is going to be on the Discord itself. And stay tuned for Monday as we give our first thoughts on champagne. Oh, no, David. I'm looking at the clock, and chainsaw minutes passed. Bye. Bye.